Welcome to Busy Moms Podcast. Hang on and here we go. Today, we are grateful for the women who know that the gospel is not just for the young. To the women who never retire from raising generations to know and love a Savior. Anna was also a woman of experience. She's a character in the Christmas story that is never in a nativity play or choir production. But she actually saw Jesus before the wise men. Anna was the only prophetess mentioned in the New Testament, and she was an 84-year-old widow who spent her days at the temple praying, fasting, and worshiping. Let's talk about those days for just a minute. So you figure, if you, if you go back and you think about it, they get married around 14, 15. She got to spend a whole whopping seven years with her husband before he died. And then she spent the rest of her life in the temple. She never left. Wow. She never, she didn't go home. She stayed there all the time. She lived at the temple, like waiting for Christ to come. That was her life. Let's, let's worship and let's praise God and let's pray for Jesus. Well, I mean, she didn't know she was praying Jesus, but, you know, send me my Messiah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Send me the promised one, right? Yeah. It's like 84 years of praying and saying, when, Lord? <laughs> that is trust and surrender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To its uh, utmost, I don't even know. It's because faith. That's blind faith and just knowing that it's going to happen you don't know when but it's going to and you're just going to keep on praying and worshiping day and night until that day comes that's yeah, that's she, something i don't have <laughs> she could have totally gone back to her father's home if it, if it still existed and and yeah. like started over cuz i mean i know they remarried mm-hmm. after if a spouse passed you know a husband passed they they could remarry and she could have had a normal life what would be normal in their than their terms and she said she decided to go to the temple and stay yeah and we don't know why or how that decision was made i mean for anna there's only three verses in the bible about anna and she's the first woman that i mean she recognized his face yeah from the moment there's my savior i see my savior Little teeny, teeny, tiny savior. Yeah. That's just nuts. It's excitement. The excitement we get typically for a baby can like, yeah. can you imagine it was like probably times 10? Cause we're always like, Oh, the baby. And she was like, Oh, the savior. Yeah. They picture this little teeny, tiny old woman like dancing for joy. I get to see him. I get to see my savior. And she knew him instantly. It doesn't say, that Mary walked up to her with him and said, oh, look, here's a savior. Yeah. No, no, no. she knew. Uh, it just says Mary and Joseph came to the temple for his purification, and, and Anna was just like, he's here! <laughs> 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 you know, they weren't expecting that either. They were just walking in walking to do what's the proper ritual, and Anna's over there just dancing and just geeked, you know. Can you imagine that feeling that fulfillment after... Being after doing that for so long, after worshiping like that, and praying and fasting and and being devout and trying to be as good a, 
as good of a child of God as she could be. And her reward was to to see the face of God for the first time. Like, and we don't know what happened to her after. No, there's nothing. (laughs) She could have walked out of the temple and just killed over. Who knows? She could have lived another 10 years. I mean, we can only hope that she was out spreading the good news that she saw the Savior and everything. But again, we, we don't know. I mean, it's kind of sad that <laughs> we don't know what happened to Anna after this. But but we know her name. But we know her name. We do. And that's all that matters. 84 years in a temple praising God and praying. And her reward is that. And we know her name. Mm-hmm. And so we know what she did. Mm-hmm. And then there's Elizabeth. Elizabeth, who waited her entire marriage nearly to have a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was just one thing that God said not now. Yeah. I'm sure it wasn't fun to live that way, though. He was telling her, wait, wait. And it says that she was, um, that she was devout, that she was blameless in God's sight. Mm-hmm. So it it's not I don't think that God would say that about her if she were whiny mm-hmm. and complained about it all the time. Oh, you're a priest. Oh, go ahead, do your priestly thing. It's not like it's bringing me a kid, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And she and she didn't succumb to the repro- you know the reproach of of the people because in that time, not having a child or whatever, it was what did you do? What yeah. did what did yeah. you do that God's not happy with you? Exactly. So you had the village or the town that was like they've done something really bad even though he's a priest. Um so you she may have been, you know, people might not have been very nice to her. And yeah. she could have been snapping back at him and from what we read she was blameless. Yeah. And continued worshiping. So I, I I could tell you if I had somebody snipping at me all the time or, or making comments that I'm, you know, haven't had a kid, which is something I long for. I'm, I'm not going to be nice. Yeah. I'm not going to walk away. <laughs> I'm not going to suck it up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and from what we read, it seems like she was able to do that. Yeah. That takes yeah. a lot of strength. She was a good woman of God. She, you know, supported her husband who was a priest and it says that she was blameless in God's sight. I mean, you don't get much better than that. No. No. And look what she got to do. Yeah. <laughs> she got to have a baby in her old age who is the precursor to Christ, the one proclaiming in the desert, which I believe is mentioned in Isaiah. Fact check me if I'm wrong. And again, knows Jesus without even seeing him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She knew Mary was pregnant with the Messiah and she didn't even see him. Baby the baby leapt in my womb. Her like, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So that's two women. Like they just knew. Nobody said, Oh hey, look, here comes Mary. She got the Savior. <laughs> <laughs> they just knew. They just and God they were whispered. excited. Like, it says they rejoiced. Like, there wasn't any, like you said, there wasn't like, oh, right? she gets to have the Savior. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, oh, <laughs> it was probably high-pitched squealing and hopping up and down and clapping. Everything us ladies do when we are super excited and the husbands are going, what, what is, is wrong, wrong with you? you? 
You know, they're like, seriously? You know. <laughs> yeah. That's what they did. They didn't just go, oh, yay, you. It was complete excitement, like a child opening the first Christmas yeah. gift. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! <laughs> You just get like to give that. birth to the savior. That's awesome. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. What I like of a little fun fact in here was that Gabriel visited Elizabeth and um, Zachariah. And then Gabriel turned around and visited Mary. Yeah. So you have Gabriel Angel, who's been very busy in the last few months, letting people know that they're going to have some babies. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a stork. Yeah. We have a Gabriel. We have a Gabriel. <laughs> we have a Gabriel. I love that. I love how they um, model that behavior. They model that um, we're going to worship God mm-hmm. despite what's going on. We're going to worship God even though... We're in a waiting room and have been in a waiting room for a really long Long time. time. We're Mm going to worship and we're going to pray and we're going to model to everyone else what that should look like. And the joy and the excitement when they came across the younger generations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they were our first role models. And today we still have those women. Yep. You know, in our churches and, and in our homes and personal lives, you know. We still have those ladies that they're in the grandma season, the empty nest season, or they may not have even had children. Mm-hmm. But when they see those kids, the excitement and the joy and them wanting to share their love of Christ, you know, the Sunday yes. school teachers, the, the the ones that are sitting in the pews next to your kids waving at waving them or yep. giving hugs, you know, building that relationship. Exactly. I'm going to build a relationship with this child that I have no earthly connection to but Jesus. Mm-hmm. I and love that. It's it's great. And they're not only are they building the relation, they're not only are they teaching the younger, the, the littles to love God and and to share his joy and to share his word with others. They're also showing us, the mothers who are in the thick of it, what we get to do when it's our turn to be the grandmas That's right. and the empty nesters. That's right. They are they are double duty, mm-hmm. paving the way and showing us what it's supposed to be and in the waiting and the worshiping of life. Oh, yeah. Just to have, to see them, every every generation we have our own. We're the next ones. <laughs> it's kind of scary. Don't think about it too hard. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh Don't. my gosh. But if I can be half of the the you know oh, half yeah. of the ladies that that we see that we see on, in yeah. church on a regular basis, you know, and their joy that they have for our littles, yeah, you know, and for us even too, because they'll come up and hug us and say, "You're doing fine. Yep, you're doing yeah, a good I've job." Been there. Yep. <laughs> The season will pass. Yeah. Don't worry about how loud he was in church. It's all fine. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That reassurance that, the, that they'll give us as well. That, you know, and that one day great, mom. we'll yeah. be able to pass that on to the next generation to let them yeah. know that it's okay. Yep. Yeah. They yeah. help us to stay in church. Yes. Because let's be honest, all of us moms have had days in service where you just want to just grab them and go because <laughs> it's. Or you don't even want to get there. Yeah, you don't even want to go in the doors. You just got them in the car and you're like, I don't even want to take them inside. And I can't tell you how many times I've had some of our moms who are in the empty nest or adult children season 
on those worst days come up to me and go, you're doing great. They're here. That's right. I know. That's what people keep saying. They're like, at least you got them here. And I'm like, I don't even want them here. Like, I don't even know why I'm here. All I know is I need some blessings because of all the words that I'm thinking in my head right now. Oh, yeah. I need it's like it's communion. A good, I need forgiveness. It's a good thing we got them here because they need a double dose of Jesus yes. today. Yes, they do. Along with mom. Oh, yes. yes. But it just like, and then you go home. For me, like I've gone home and just been in near tears from behaviors. And then I stop and I think, or I've had one of our, our moms text me that evening and say, they're fine. You're doing good. Don't let it get to you. Like she didn't have, I mean, she probably knew I was having a bad day, but she didn't know what level of bad day I was having. Mm -hmm. And she just sent me a text and was like, you're doing great. They're in church. They're great in Bible study. They're really not as bad as you think they are in Sunday school. (laughs) They know, they know what they need to know. You're doing good. Good job, mom. And I'm like in uh, tears. Yeah, that would wreck me. Yeah. You know, and it was, it was, they're the role models. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that one day I can see that mom who's going through the same thing with three kids under three and misbehaving. And I can go, I've been there. Yeah. And I'm going to share what another mom shared with me. Thank you, Jesus, for our Anna's <laughs> and our Elizabeth's. Exactly. Yes, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So we would like to take a moment to honor the women of experience, wisdom, and age. Their beauty has matured like a fine wine, and their grace and patience knows no bounds. Ladies, you are a precious gift. The presence of Jesus that lives in your hearts shines through every wrinkle, stretch mark, story, and embrace. Thank you. And please keep bringing the present. Our blessings to you, and remember to fight for those 10 minutes. 